0: Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Interviews, news, and views. This is State of the Nation with Steve Hook and Brian McClain. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio.
1: All right, well, welcome to State of the Nation, first show of the new year, 2024. Hope everybody had a very happy new year. I am Steve Hook, broadcasting live from the Central Jersey Shore, and there's my friend Brian McLean, a.k.a. Hesher, doing it live from uh, Central Texas. Hesh, it's great to see you on the new year. You survived the uh, New Year's Eve festivities, uh, and you're looking good, brother. It's good to see you, man.
2: Hope you had a happy one thanks and likewise yeah and i hope you had one out there as well steve and you watching or listening today hope everybody had a uh, a great holiday season and very excited to get into 2024 state of the nation with you guys it's going to be absolutely amazing uh big thanks to today's news talk tntradio.live is the website get on over there join our interactive live chat room get the app and make sure you follow us on all those socials because it's going to be a big year. A lot of stuff coming your way.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to have a huge year uh, for TNT, and and uh, God willing for the United States. Hopefully, we can start to uh, uh, hurry, you know s- change course here before the whole ship goes down. So we'll see. But twenty twenty four is getting off on the right foot. Well, the obvious outcome has finally happened. Uh, Hash regarding. Harvard President Claudine Gay. We knew that this was going to happen after her disastrous testimony before Congress, where she basically could not bring herself to say anti-Semitism is wrong. She kept going to the context thing. Uh, That was bad enough, and that was one strike against her. And, of course, a whole bunch of uh, alumni, deep-pocketed alumni, uh, let their feelings be known. But it looks like it wasn't until the plagiarism Claims came out and I looked at some of the plagiarism claims. This woman flat out copy and pasted so much of what she was writing that it was so blatantly obvious that she was plagiarizing uh, almost to the extent that Joe Biden was uh, plagiarized earlier in his career, you'll recall. So the students came out and they have called for her to resign. And now Claudine Gay is going to be resigning her post as president of harvard not a minute too soon i'm sure for a lot of the students who were embarrassed by her and also as i mentioned uh, the aforementioned uh, alumni association were not at all she came out with a uh, with a statement saying this is not a decision i came to easily uh, indeed it has been difficult beyond words But I have looked uh, forward to working with so many of you to advance the commitment of academic excellence that has propelled this great university across the centuries. But after consultation with members of the corporation, it has become clear uh, that it is in the best interest of Harvard for me to resign so that our community can navigate uh, this this moment of extraordinary challenge with a focus on the institution rather than in the individual. Well, that sounds good. Uh, what I, she may have plagiarized that for all I know. Maybe if we look back at, at some other, uh, uh, some other resignation letters. She may have copped a few lines. I don't know, but she's making it sound like she's doing the, the thing for the betterment of the institution. When I think the reality was, uh, she just, she just got chased out of there. Um, what do you think, uh, hash about old Claudine gay cashing in her chips?
2: Ah, it's about time. But I mean, is is this any different than our president of the United States? I mean, look at President Biden's plagiarism record. It's pretty astounding. Uh, He's he's plagiarized some big speeches from some big names just openly over the years of his career. So You know uh (laughs) i guess we live in an environment where it kind of depends on your identity politic and what you think about uh concepts like you know dei and crt when it comes to whether or not you're going to get called to task on these things i mean the same goes for blackface you know think of like just the most you know culturally inappropriate things you can jimmy kimmel's done it justin trudeau's done it i believe bill clinton's done it and, you know, that's okay. That's forgivable for them. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's I don't know, man. It, it's long past time to take federal dollars from universities. Uh, and that should include direct grants and funding from student loan programs that are state-backed. So, you know, my gripes with universities are way more fundamental, but this person obviously was a DEI hire and never belonged there in the first place. Absolutely right.
1: And you're so right about Biden too. I mean, Goodness gracious. RFK Jr is running. Uh and he doesn't have any secret service detail even though he's been attacked multiple times and Biden of course <laughs> plagiarized his old man RFK the father uh yeah. a couple of times. He he plagiarized uh the member of parliament Neil uh Kinnock I think his name was uh big time and he 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 was forced to bow out of two back-to-back presidential campaigns for plagiarism and the third time was a charm because well uh, the opposition was was Trump so that they they, they overlooked all of that um but yeah it, it it you're right it's it's high past time I'm happy to see that uh, uh, she's finally doing the right thing even though I'm convinced that she was forced to do so uh, but there it is and then in another real quick one before we get to uh get to our friend ruckus we were talking about this last week, uh, Hesh, and it, and probably a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about it as well, about how black America is starting to sour on the Biden-Harris ticket. And Charlemagne the God, who I've never listened to his program, but he was the he's a big-time host. If you're African-American, you know who Charlemagne the God is. He's got a huge morning show following. This is the same show that Biden went on and said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Well, Charlemagne, the God has come out and said he regrets, uh, giving the, uh, endorsement to the Biden Harris ticket in 2020. He felt he got burned because of it and that he will not be making that mistake again. Uh, he said, when I give people my word, yo man, I think we should be supporting Kamala Harris for vice president because she's going to hold it down. Well, when we say those things and people don't see her holding it down, that causes issues. (laughs) You think, um, of course, she's not holding it down. She's hiding. Um, but there you go. Once again, identity politics strikes. It looks like Charlemagne was only endorsing that ticket because of Kamala Harris, who, of course, is married to a, the whitest white man in the world. And uh, he has withdrawn his support from the Biden-Harris ticket. Kind of makes you wonder if he's going to do any endorsements going forward. My suspe- My suspicion is probably not. What do you think about that? I think this is a big story that I think is... People are glossing over it, Hesher, but I think that when Charlemagne the God comes
2: out, you're in trouble, man. (laughs) Yeah, why anyone looks to him for political advice in the first place is beyond me. But yeah, it certainly says something about the state of affairs and the state of people's minds when it comes to supporting the progressive left party at this point, Steve.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out. Hey, at TNT Radio, we never go home. We mean it. We never, ever go home because we're committed to bringing you our take on the biggest topics of our time. We broadcast live 24-7, 365, online, globally, no matter what, no matter where. We've got you covered on TNT Radio. Conversations to inform and include. It's
3: meant for everyday people to understand.
1: Today's News Talk Radio, TNT all right, man, this story just kind of cracks me up. Over the weekend, left-leaning billionaire and just all round evil man, George Soros became the latest high-profile victim of a seemingly trending and extremely dangerous prank known as swatting. Here with the story is TNT Radio News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. So Ruckus, uh, it looks like Soros was swatted Give us the deets on this, man. What's happening?
4: Yeah, um, it's actually, I mean, it's it's technically not funny. This is a very dangerous thing that's been going on. And it does seem to be increasing in frequency lately, which I think is the bigger story here, which is actually what I'm really going to be reporting on. It's not just him. Uh, but yes, George Soros, his posh Southampton estate uh, got hit, uh, swatted, um, so yeah, at least according to a report from the New York Post. So, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. You, you never know. But uh, according to the report, law enforcement rushed to the scene of Soros' Long home Island Long Island home around 9 p.m. on Saturday after a 911 caller told authorities that he had shot his wife and was threatening to turn the gun on himself. Southampton Police Detective Herman Lamison stated Monday that the caller's report was fake and confirmed soros as the owner of the estate a police officer who responded to the scene told fellow officers quote spoke to security searched the premises it was a negative problem end quote that is at least according to a police a police radio traffic transcript obtained by the post it is unclear whether anyone was home at the time of the swatting Uh, According to reports from the Daily Mail, Soros was seen vacationing in Barbados last week. Uh, Now, earlier this year, Soros handed control of his $25 billion empire to his son, Alexander Soros, who vowed to continue to use the family's wealth to support left-wing politicians and causes. Alexander Soros told the Wall Street Journal back in June that he is, quote, more political, end quote, than his father. So one might wonder if this was a political thing, why not target the son? Well, he's not the only person who was recently targeted, believe it or not, one John Paul Mac Isaac. That's right. The Delaware computer repairman who disclosed the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop in 2020 said that on December 30th, his home was subjected to a swatting incident on Friday night. He on uh, X slash Twitter said, quote, my home was swatted tonight. I was not home but the outstanding men and women of the Wilmington PD responded quickly and professionally, end quote. And, but wait, that's not all. Uh, these swatting incidents have become more common in particularly over the holiday season with pranksters phoning in bogus 911 calls. This is what swatting is, to prompt SWAT teams to raid the homes of a number of political Figures. According to authorities, one of the more recent ones is one at Maine's Secretary of State, Shanna Bellows. That's right. She's the one who ruled to remove former President Donald Trump from her state's primary ballot. She was a victim. Uh, before that, the news was swimming with news that Republican Representatives Brandon Williams of New York and Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia both Repeat or uh, both read, reported that they were targets of swatting calls on Christmas Day in Green's case police determined that the call was a hoax and they did not send officers to her residence um, and then also not that long ago oh yeah also on Christmas. This is not just one political party, Boston Democratic Mayor Michelle Wu's home was reportedly swatted on Christmas as well. Oh, and then a few days later, Republican Senator Rick Scott of Florida shared on X slash Twitter that he was also a target of these hoax 911 calls. So this is getting to be a serious problem, gentlemen. Um, And it's just interesting to to note that it seems, call me crazy, uh, that they all seem to be related to politics. Whereas not that long ago, swatting, this was just something that like teenagers and kids did. This is all a video game kind of thing. Uh, am I right, Hesher, on that? Yeah, I was going to say
2: um, this, this sort of started, <clears throat> at least I started noticing this um, as we kind of uh, in the wake of Gamergate, which sort of morphed into the manosphere and the men's rights movement. And then, sort of tangentially, the alt right was associated, and then the Trumpian era, this became a common tactic uh, by whomever's doing it. You know, you can assume it's your political enemies in these cases, or maybe bad actors within the deep state. It's very difficult to say. I think they uh, very rarely pin this on people. I find that part interesting. You would think that if you were crying wolf into 911, especially about. Uh, Names like you've mentioned here, big names, big political names, Uh, there would be investigations that would lead to arrests and this kind of thing wouldn't continue. So one has to wonder what's going on there. Glad you mentioned uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. I was going to bring that one up today in the show. So now it fits right into this news break here. Um, It's a very dangerous thing. It's happened to uh, Tim from Timcast over a dozen times. And you know, uh, it takes resources out of an already stressed uh, police system and nine one one system, and it puts both both officers and people on the premises in um, extreme life threatening danger. So uh, very bad. I would like to see Soros swatted, but I'd like to see him swatted uh, lawfully for treason and tampering with national security <laughs> and international affairs. But that's just me.
1: Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree with you more. It is dangerous. Uh, And it is starting to go both ways now. And I fear, uh, to your point, Hesh, as far as nobody's getting called out on the carpet for doing this, I fear that it's not until we have a tragedy, somebody gets shot. Somebody shows up at a resident that has uh, a residence that has private security, uh, and 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 some accident happens, and somebody is shot. Whether it's one of the uh, one of the officers or a security guard or somebody who works at the residence, who knows? Even the resident, uh, him or herself. Um, maybe then people will start taking this seriously. But I think it is a it is a horrible tactic. But people are just, uh, you know, some people are just that uh, politically invested that they will do this. Previously, it had always been the right that kind of came under these swatting attacks. And now it looks like people are saying, you know what? Uh, you know, if you're going to do it to us, we're going to do it back to you. Uh, a pox on both of their houses. Nobody should be doing this crap. It's dangerous. And as to, to your point, Hesher, it does take away these officers that may be needed for other reasons. And I just find the whole tactic to be, uh, very, very ugly and, and and wrong in every way. And I'm with you. I wish Soros was, was raided by the FBI and that he was frog marched out of there. Uh, but only for reasons that you, uh, have mentioned, uh, treason, uh, intentionally sowing the seeds of division in the country and all the other crap that he does. And I would just say that his, if his son claims to be more political than the father, uh, we've got a real problem on our hands with the Soros family, and uh, th- th- they, that needs to be resolved because th- they are going to destroy this country if they if they get their way. No question of that. We don't need the swatting, though. Let's just uh, bone up on learning about who they are and what they're all about and then try and resort to uh, better ways of handling the Soros family as opposed to this swatting garbage. I mean, that's all I can think.
2: Yeah, yeah, what, Absolutely. Uh, All right, Ruckus, anything further on that?
4: No, I agree with you, gentlemen. Not only is it dangerous, it's rather childish and embarrassing, in my opinion. Yes,
2: absolutely yeah. one of those cases where they say oh the right needs to use the same tactics as the left no not yeah in this maybe case. not this is maybe not. this is over the line yeah this is where we got to draw the line at legal and lawful all right this is state of the nation on today's news talk TNT radio
0: you should hear what Charlie Robinson is talking about
2: I think once we saw the supply chain issues uh, that happened during the covid debacle you go well that seems bad for the you know when you're fighting somebody for toilet paper but it could be worse right it could be the last can of food so People are starting to reevaluate and reassess their situations and their relationship with supply chains and the like. And I think what that does is it leads you to a place of saying, "How can I make myself less dependent on the system?" It's kind of hard to know where to start, right?
0: Where would you suggest we even begin with this process? Yeah, it's funny you said that because someone said to me
4: recently, and it made me laugh. That this is going to be the kind of collapse where the Burger King's still open. And I think that's what's probably lulling people into a false sense of security in that every thing when we go to the city kind of appears normal unless you're in one of those really crazy drug adult cities but for most people i would say charlie it feels normal but it ain't normal <laughs> the world yeah. is not normal it's completely gone off kilter
0: charlie robinson on today's news talk radio tnt the lights is britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. They've launched a new service called Wake Up Your Neighbours, where you can get copies delivered to the streets right around you if you don't want to do it yourself. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. TheLightPaper.co.uk Unbiased information. Honest and forthright. News without the misinformation. It doesn't matter what side you're from. What matters is what you say. The truthfulness behind it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
2: You've probably heard the big news out of Ohio. We spoke about it here on State of the Nation where Mike DeWine vetoed a bill that would have protected youth from experimental transgender surgeries and protected women's sports. He said that transgender treatments save lives and didn't give any consideration to the women's sports provision, saying it was a negligent part of the bill. (laughs) Amazing. Our next guest testified on this and is making national news. She's the vice president at Restoring Integrity and Trust in Elections, RITE, And as Deputy Solicitor General for the state of Ohio, previously she challenged OSHA with their vaccine mandate all the way up to the Supreme Court. So a hero in my book. Uh, She's a former legal advisor to President Donald J. Trump. May Mailman, welcome back to State of the Nation and thank you for rejoining us here. Um, So tell us about your experience thus far in this and your involvement in this issue and why on earth you think Mike DeWine vetoed this.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been a multi-year effort from legislators in Ohio. There are two provisions in this act, the SAFE Act, which, as you said, protects minors from child abuse, having their genitals cut off, and then the uh, women's sports provision that says that men can't play women's sports. These are 70-30 issues, even according to Washington Post polling, not controversial, and we had some notion that Dewine was not a big fan of it. Uh, but still, um, you know, you, you sort of expect for governor to come through on something that's this popular. So I testified on this bill, particularly on the women's sports provision um discussing how you know, women's sports is not just a good idea. it's actually mandated by Title IX, which the left seems to forget um to give give women equal opportunity in scholastic settings including in athletics. Uh Riley Gaines testified also on the sports provision. A ton of detransitioners testified alongside of us. They have heartbreaking stories. I mean the the man who testified before me was a victim of sexual abuse and of course hated his body, of course. And um and the doctors said, you know what, why don't you transition? Well, you can't he can't become a woman of course it didn't it didn't work and he realized he wasn't a woman and now has lifelong complications is still a victim of sexual abuse is still depressed but now can never have his own kids so it just it really is dangerous it really is sad i was crying in the hearing other people were too and mike dewine couldn't be bothered
1: yeah may uh hi it's it's so great to have you here i saw your hit that you did on fox news concerning this and you said something that kind of drove the point home follow the money uh as far as mike dewine is concerned I, i i ohio you can do better than that man uh isn't there isn't it true that ohio is the home of a pharmaceutical company that makes a lot of these hormone blockers. And is is that what we're looking at here? Was Mike DeWine saying, I don't give a damn if 70% of the public agree that this is stupid. I'm going to go with the 30% because it means money for Ohio, and that's where his bread is buttered. Is that what you think is going on here?
3: Yes. Money absolutely has an influence. It was the Kansas governor that actually said it out loud when she vetoed a bunch of similar provisions. And she said that companies don't want to do business in Kansas if they have these types of provisions. Okay. So so now we have a little bit of a hint. My friends who work in the Kansas legislature, uh, not the Ohio legislature also said that the hospital lobby was really active on this. Um, obviously hospitals want to make lifelong patients. And then as you mentioned, Abbott Labs. So Abbott Labs uh, is the original manufacturer of Lupron, which is the quote unquote puberty blocker drug. Of course, that's being used off label. And Abbott Labs has a headquarters in Columbus. It's not where they make Lupron, but it is still a a huge Abbott is a huge presence in ohio alongside the hospital industry everyone's heard of cleveland clinic you know you've got pharmacy companies like kroger so all of these big uh ohio-based employers if you look at the nine of the ten largest employers who are based in ohio they are all health and healthcare related so uh you know the hospital lobby was very very active on this And it's too bad. There's also a bunch of sort of woke West Coast companies that have just made big investments in Ohio. Intel is building a, I think, $2 billion plant. Um, You have Google and Microsoft, these companies that are all coming in with much bigger presences. And it seems like bringing their value. So definitely money was a part of it. But I think also DeWine just didn't learn. Like he really did buy the lie that I'd rather have an alive daughter than a dead son. And that is, that is false. That is a false narrative that is being pushed by the left and no one should buy it.
2: Yeah. And I I think we should expand on that a little bit. We do have a headline we're going to take in a moment here, but I'm very curious about this because our TNT viewers and listeners, they, they know about the D trans topic. They know about the absolute atrocious uh, suicide rate that people, that post-op people have in some of these cases. Uh, It's huge. I I, I saw you spit the number out earlier and I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, I'd already heard it before, but when you think about that, it's like, it's approaching half. It's approaching half the people that go through this, regret it, want to detransition, or even have suicidal ideation and it's like that those voices are not given any any airtime on mainstream maybe a little bit on fox and newsmax some of them but they can't go too hard with it because of what you exactly what you were just talking about those lobbyists that money those big companies coming in that bring those values as well as their herds of employees that vote along those values too so we'll pick it up right there here on state of the nation on today's news talk here
5: we go
2: tnt radio news For radio news this is james o'neill a catastrophic collision occurred at hanada airport near tokyo today involving a japan airlines airliner carrying 367 passengers in a coast guard plane the collision led to a massive explosion, engulfing the commercial jet in a severe fire while on the airport's runway in Oda City, Tokyo. The Times has reported that Britain's arsenal has been significantly depleted due to continuous
0: arms supplies to Ukraine since February 2022, amounting to over 4.6 billion pounds. Globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda, it never stops.
2: Now, May, you brought up Lupron, and it's my understanding that Lupron is a failed cancer drug that's rebranded as a quote-unquote puberty blocker, but it's also got some other sordid history. And then to have someone like DeWine repeat the the talking point that, oh, people might die if we don't give them this drug and do these surgical procedures to them, that sounds like some sort of uh, extortion to me, like a psychological operation-style extortion. Can you expand on that a little bit?
3: Yeah, and and you're right. I mean, Lupron is meant to treat prostate issues, and, and it's not illegal to give off-label drugs, um, but it is subject to medical malpractice suits. Unfortunately, with medical malpractice suits, you're trying to compare to what the standard of medicine should be, and as the medical field goes woke, of course, they think that the medical standard would be to prescribe someone Lupron off-label Um, But really what we're seeing with a lot of the detransitioners who gave their testimony here, which is they come in sick. I mean, they have depression, suicidal ideation, history of sexual abuse, loneliness, um, anxiety, like really tough lives. I mean, they're going through puberty, it's not going well, and they have gender confusion. And how could they not? If you look at TikTok, the uh, hashtag trans has almost 70 billion views. So, uh, you know, once you come in with all of those issues and if the doctor comes in and says, you know what, I think that if we change your gender, then it'll solve the rest of those things. Well, that's a lie. You cannot change your sex. You are a man or you are a woman and that's how it's going to be. And so it doesn't treat all the underlying issues, which is why you're seeing, this is a study out of Europe, that uh, individuals who identify as transgender have an eight times higher suicide rate than the general population. Well, how could they not? If If you are depressed, if you have all of these issues, if you are lonely, if you feel helpless and no one's actually helping you, they're just telling you a lie that you can change your sex, then that does feel pretty dark. And so what Mike DeWine should have been focusing on is how can we help improve the health of our people? How can we help Ohioans rather than how can we sell, especially kids, how can we sell kids a lie uh, and and let them, you know, harm their bodies? And this is Mike DeWine who doesn't want, he really believes that cities should not be allowed to sell flavored tobacco. So he's going to put out a bunch of small businesses because he doesn't like flavored tobacco. So you can't do that for kids, uh, but you can chop their genitals off. It, 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 it doesn't make any
1: sense. Well, and you know, May, I got to say that the thing that is so unbelievably frustrating about this is that even the American Psychiatric Association to this day refers to gender dysphoria. It is a known mental uh, illness. It's not, it, 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 and all of a sudden it's become trendy. And then you add that to the bottom line of drug manufacturers it, it, I mean, to, to the average layperson, we saw what happened with COVID. Uh, these big pharma companies took full advantage of it. You, One would think that they would get the message that people have wised up to their money-grabbing ways and that they would say, we better steer clear of controversy. But boy, they're diving in feet first on this issue because we're not talking about millions here. We're talking about billions of dollars at stake. And who gives a rip about the mental health of the people that are going to be taking these drugs or having these surgeries? That seems to be almost a a secondary issue. They can't be bothered with that. There's too much money on the line. And that just rubs me, and I'm sure most listeners and viewers, so wrong. And why in the hell hasn't the medical profession come to grips with the fact that we already don't trust them? So why would they push this?
3: The medical profession is unfortunately lost a couple examples. So one, we have a babysitter who's just starting medical school and she is required to introduce her pronouns to every patient that she meets. So while the supervising doctor oversees her, uh, she has to do pronouns. This is in Ohio. This isn't California, somewhere crazy. So it's, it started about the money and there were decision makers who made decisions about the money, but then it pervaded the culture all the way down so that, you know, pronoun and gender confusion and gender fluidity and choose your, like that is now just the science and that's the medical field. Um, so, you know, what do you, what are you going to do to to completely change the culture top to bottom? I'm I'm just not sure. Uh they've lost their way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's it's a long way back at this point. And you know, I've I've also looked into what a a patient is worth actually over their you know, their their lifespan as a patient and Uh, Most of the people that I've seen talk about this, they, like you said, have uh, ongoing complications, right? Like you're pretty much stuck in a loop of going to the doctor and having all these things done. And for someone that's signed up for uh, what they like to call gender-affirming surgery surgery, Um, which we're probably thinking is some sort of mutilation, but we'll set that aside for a minute is about $7 million per patient. The last estimate I saw over the lifetime. And I mean, one can really start to get the whiff of an industrial complex here, an industrial complex within the medical industrial complex, which is this gender affirming surgery industrial complex. I mean, that's a lot of money for each person. I mean, What do you think about that, the incentivization of the the money makers and, and the doctors and everybody involved?
3: Yeah, I think it, during one of the debates, even Vivek Ramaswamy said it well, where we don't have a health care system, we have a sick care system, and you don't even have patients directly paying hospitals. You have third-party insurers, so now you've not only got hospitals trying to get as much money as you can, you've got insurers trying to get as much money as they can, which is why you see rules coming out of the Biden administration saying that hospitals have to cover this stuff insurers have to cover this stuff if an insurer does not cover uh you, you know mutilation surgery I don't think that conservatives should say gender affirming care anymore but mutilation surgery then um th- then they're not you know compliant with Obamacare these types of things another thing that we're seeing being regulated in the medical field with the medical field's uh acceptance is that they, they like to call it conversion bans what is that? So if you have a child uh, who's a boy, but the boy thinks that he's a girl, but you know that he's a boy because you're not stupid and you go to a therapist and you'd say, can you please remind my boy that he's a boy in many cities, including in Cleveland, where I live, that is illegal. You can you yeah. must affirm a lie. And the only people who have really challenged this are people who say that it violates their religious rights, that there's like a First Amendment, free speech, religious type of thing. That's not a religious type of thing. The entire medical community should stand up on their feet and yell and say, no, 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 we should be allowed to say facts, facts. Yeah. Not, th- this is this is completely crazy. But instead, you're seeing states and cities uh, continue to make people sicker Continue to make people sicker because that makes them more money.
1: God, that is just so ugly to hear it when you lay it out like that, May. And it's obviously, uh, it's obvious. I mean, it's obvious what's going on here. I mean, you have you have kids. Uh, you know, when I was eight years old, I wanted to be a, a knight in shining armor slaying dragons. No doctor told me that I could be a knight in shining armor slaying dragons. They just said, well, that's a kid going through kid stuff or he wanted to be a cowboy or, you know, whatever. So it's just, it's, it's so beyond the pale that people like DeWine, of all people, I, you know, I've never been a huge fan of Mike DeWine, but I thought he had more common sense than this. But this is just about the money. This is just about not ticking off the people that have got the money. Uh, and it's it's wrong on every possible level. I just can't. It, it's frankly, it's evil. I mean, it really is evil playing on people's emotions like this and saying, we're going to make you better when you know full well that what is going to end up happening is you're going to make that person worse, not better, worse, because it's not gender reaffirming. It's, it's gender, you know, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's evil. Anyway, may, um, where can we find you? Where can we find your work? We got to wrap it up here, but this is just a great way to start the new year, Hesher. We get all angry about this. <laughs> yes, hopefully. we got
2: fired up right away. I love it, actually. Hope, you hope, know, Hopefully things to, will change. Yeah, and this, this is a conversation that needs to be had, Frank and Frank Lee. So thank you, May, for that. Uh, yeah, again, your website, please.
3: Yeah, thank you. So uh, Independent Women's Forum, we do a ton of work in protecting the definition of women, women's spaces, women's sports. You can find me there on their website. Also on Twitter, I'm at May Mailman.
1: May Mailman. Listen, thank you very much for all your hard work. We look forward to chatting with you again. Have a wonderful day and a very happy new year to you, May. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Thank you. All
1: right. There she goes. That's May Mailman. You're listening and watching State of the Nation on TNT Radio. We'll be back after
4: this. (laughs)
0: My baby's back from the
4: West Coast. (laughs) Hear those pictures that you asked for for your school project? First day of school, cute as a button.
0: (laughs) So long ago.
4: Oh, here's Grandma Florence after that flood wiped out the whole neighborhood. Mm. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy.
3: Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that
2: legacy. Ah, those <laughs> beans smell heavenly. And give
0: mom a little credit. You know
3: what?
1: We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. Oh, so thank you. Ideas. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. I'm
0: coming
1: to share with you guys.
0: Protect your legacy. Plan for natural disasters today. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan.
5: Asthma is a growing problem especially among children. Asthma affects the quality of life for millions like me every single day. My name is Chris Draft and I have asthma. And I've spent more than a decade in the NFL tackling asthma on and off the field. Join me in the EPA in helping people control their asthma. Asthma is a lung condition that can be controlled through medication and by avoiding things that can make it worse. Three steps are the solution to controlling asthma. Step one, talk to a doctor. Step two, make a plan. And step three, get rid of things that can make it worse. Asthma can be tackled. For more information on
0: asthma, log on to EPA.gov slash asthma. Issues that dominate America. This is State of the Nation on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: All right, well, welcome back to State of the Nation. It's a brand new year, and we're very happy to welcome a close friend of the program's Gene Valentino. Gene, of course, is a GOP political strategist and insider. He's a host of the Grassroots Truthcast podcast, Uh, and he comes to us from the Sunshine State, the free state of Florida. Gene Valentino, hello, (laughs) sir. How are you? It's great to see you. Happy New Year, buddy. The free state. The free state (laughs) gentlemen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have you back with us, Gene. Hopefully you had a big New Year's Eve and you're uh, ready to roll are you feeling optimistic about the new year
5: boy i'll tell you what i'm getting ready for showtime here with you guys moments ago i see this ms claudine gay president of harvard just resigning uh i'm sure you picked up on it uh I, i i see a lot of interesting developments kicking in that um i think we can share can i share a poem my producer uh deborah nelson uh, gave me uh, four lines that I thought, she says, hey, here's something to think about. Let me, I won't take credit for her. Here's her topic. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. Weak men make hard times. And hard times make strong men. So, oh, so I think we're 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 almost coming full circle. If weak men have made hard times recently, uh, let it be that strong men bring back good times, and that's my wish for twenty twenty four. Well, I, I well think said. think
1: we can concur with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've we've definitely hit the uh, the apex of the pendulum swing there. God, I hope, oh, Gene, I hope we've hit the apex of that pendulum swing because if it goes any more weak, weak sauce, uh, it's just going to get harder. And now really is the time. You know, that, that's a, a famous quote. I'm glad you brought it up. It's one of my favorites, and I, I sure hope that we're there. Let's let's start 2024 off in that way.
5: Amen, yeah. Brian. I agree with you.
2: Yeah, we we need
5: I think if we sit back and just reflect for a bit, we see weak leadership. Oh, we can jab at Trump and and Biden, but I'm more concerned about it transcending down to the local level. We need strong leadership at all levels of government. And um, we've got to stop lowering the standards. This Claudine Gay issue in Harvard is but one example of the lowering of standards that we've tolerated that have made us weaker and frankly, yeah. uh, you you know, I've said this to both of you, uh, I'm concerned gentlemen, that our um, weakness is, uh, uh, is being telegraphed to China and to Putin and others, and that they're taking advantage of us in ways we cannot even comprehend. I think while we uh, look at what they're doing abroad, I think their strategy may be working this time if we do, do we've got to do something before the election gentlemen we've got to we cannot wait for 2024's election not at 300,000 people coming in in the month of December and it may be worse than that because they stop counting i we're invaded this is a national crisis would someone get off their butts and realize how serious this is? We've got to protect this nation long before a president is
1: chosen in November. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I agree with you uh, completely on that, Gene. And I think that, you know, the one thing that I think that we've all been kind of just kind of stumbling around in the days for the last couple of years, ever since Biden got into office, there's always there, there's been a lot of. Uh, apathy on the ground. People just throwing their hands up and say, well, screw it. My vote doesn't mean anything. It's time to let go of that apathy and get get heavily involved uh, to the extent that that each of us can. And I agree, it has to happen before the election. My fear is that what's going down at the southern border, which you bring up, uh, it's going to take a crisis. It's going to take a big black swan event before people say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, this happened for a reason. We know why it's happening. We know who did it. Time to take action. But I pray God we avoid that black swan. But what do you think about that, Gene? Are, are, are we in for a world of hurt before it gets better?
5: I've always believed in the notion, failure to defend the rights of others may someday result in your rights and my rights not being defended. We've worked so hard at defending other nations and other rights of and privileges of all sorts of groups and classes and religions from around the world. But time out, guys. I want to see the rest of the world start supporting us. I want to see the nation say, hey, if they're going to stream over your border, hey, EU, hey, uh, Western Europe, you're about to see an invasion of Muslims and other Shiites that have it in their religious doctrines to kill you. And you're allowing them in, thinking it's okay. Now, how many have crossed over the uh, the Mexican border? It's now hundreds of thousands. It's over two hundred thousand that they cannot account for, and at least one hundred and twenty-seven thousand of them are on a terrorist watch list. Hmm. Might it be that if we take action on Hamas or Iran? Or any of the uh, Shi any of the Shiite Muslims over there, uh, uh, Lebanon and Hezbollah. If we take any action bold and brazen because of the hundred and twenty something uh, attacks on American bases or people in uh, Iraq recently, if we respond in, in, in not in kind but uh, with force, geometric force, like Donald Trump would have done if we respond that way my point is what might happen to triggering the sleeper cells of these terrorist groups that sit next door to your home and mine right now and we don't even know about it what's going to happen in our backyard never mind Israel uh Lebanon and Iraq yeah 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 it's
2: a good point well, in other geez. words what's the green light yeah and 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 where where does this stop because you know I was I was asked on a live stream this weekend, or for a prediction for for this year, and I said, uh, "This is sort of uh, not a prediction." I said, "You're going to see more than a hundred thousand people dead of fentanyl in America." Oh, and it's oh, that- like, are you kidding me? Like we're well beyond. Like I take your point, and uh, but we're already we already have a terrorist invasion here. Except our media likes to call it a cartel, and our government likes to enable it. And it's led to 100,000 dead people annually, and that will be the, the trend until this stops. So it's like even without that ex- extreme geopolitical factor that you're you're highlighting here, we're already losing orders of magnitude more people than than we have in, you know, 9-11. Any war, you know, name your name, your attack or your war. It's, it's crazy. I, there's a, In the
5: program of Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a comment that they used, sometimes it has to get worse before it gets better. And I fear that for us in America now. I fear that it's gonna have to get worse before it gets better, because America should be smarter than this. They should be wiser than this, and they should be uh, more responsive than they've been. Uh, to sit back and think that, oh, the government has certainly got it under control, uh, I've got family relatives who get all upset with me because they think I'm making something of nothing. We'll see what happens. I pray that they're right and I'm wrong, but it, when it, it, I fear, I fear that uh, there's going to be sleeper attacks in this nation in 2024 that we cannot predict or, um, or characterize. Uh, We certainly can't. uh, uh, We're certainly not searching for them when you've got the border being uh, uh, border uh, uh, patrol folks being pulled off uh, the line to even identify and measure what's coming over the line and trying to identify terroristic um, behavior versus uh, just an indigent that wants to come over and, and truly enjoy the American way of life. They're laughing at us, gentlemen. They're coming over the line. What other nation tolerates 300,000 illegals per month coming over? Yeah, 20 something, 20 something Americans injured over in Iraq and we sit there and do nothing. Are we are you kidding me? When do we when do we someone gonna strap on a set of balls and do something? Because they're certainly not they're certainly allowing for the takedown of America. And this, this here is America and Israel, which we stand shoulder to shoulder with right now. It could have been Ukraine, but I'm scratching my head on Ukraine saying, Hey, where's all that money? Yeah, how much of it good ended point. up
1: back in Biden's pocket and where, or any other politician. Pardon me. Yeah, so probably a good chunk of it. I I I think I think that uh, I think the 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 Ukrainian war. I've done a complete one eighty on that war. Uh, I started out, uh, you know, uh, my mind was, well, what the hell, Putin invaded uh, Ukraine. We need to defend them. And then all of a sudden, it became. Pretty, uh, pretty quickly, it became abundantly clear that this was a war of cover-up and this was a war of probably slush funds for the DNC, quite frankly. But, Gene, you bring up a point about this southern border that I think that you're right. I think it might have to get worse before it gets better. I think they are laughing at us overseas. And the thing that makes it all the more troubling is that it seems quite intentional. It seems quite intentional. Here we have the Houthis out of Yemen, Firing missiles as fast as they can manufacture them or have them delivered from from Iran. And we basically just oh, well, you're allowed to shoot them down, but you can't go after the source of where they're coming from. That's one of their rules of engagement. You can shoot down the missile, but you can't shoot the people that are firing the missile. I mean, it's I it's, think that, it's insanity. It's insanity. It, it, and the question is,
5: Steve, it's intentional, but by whom? It's intentional or, by them, certainly. But might it be intentional by this administration, Joe Biden, and the rest of the Klan? You cannot tell me that they, uh, even if Joe Biden has lost his mind, the staff around him must see 300 plus thousand people coming in this month to think that you're going to walk the halls of the White House or Congress and take that as normal is to me treason you're allowing uh, the takeover of America to occur, the takedown of America to occur. Socialistic, communistic regimes are at our doorstep, and we must it's you can't live you can't take up arms and start shooting anybody if you don't see the en- the enemy. Brian brought it up perfectly. Why worry about guns when you got fentanyl being ingested by who knows how many? Or how many how about a terrorist strategy to take down uh, a whole city of 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 of, uh, Americans by the dissemination of this illegal drug, which they claim they've only captured a fraction of it? Would someone wake up and get on board and save this nation?
2: Yeah. And it's a poisoning gene because so many people that are dying from it are not drug users. We've got babies <laughs> crawling over the dust of it in in daycare centers. We've got cops keeling over dead after putting their hand in someone's pocket while they're frisking him. I mean, we've got kids and people of all different ages ordering Ambien and what they think are, you know, no big deal. Pharmaceuticals from Ill- illicit Uh, Instagram accounts and Snapchat accounts and then end up dying when they're just trying to get some sleep or do some homework. I mean, this, this is chemical warfare that we're under here. And, you know, with regards to terrorist attacks at this point, I would argue that a government that has set up this environment that is allowing for this over multiple administrations, save maybe aspects of Donald Trump's administration, How will we even be able to trust them if a black swan event does happen that it's not that they're not in on it that they're not part of it that it's not a false flag i mean it's gonna be i i dread this i don't want this in 2024 nobody should want this and everybody should be aware that a government that would leave us vulnerable like this and let a hundred thousand of us die in chemical warfare From what they call a cartel, which should aptly be called a terrorist organization, you really got to wonder how we're going to, as a nation, Gene, analyze whatever terrible event could or maybe will happen. I
5: nominate Brian to Mayorkas' position after we get him (laughs) impeached. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, to, from your lips ear from your lips brian to god's ears <laughs> i think i think what you there's nothing more to say you just said it uh, it's an easy yeah, job
2: you just closed the thing right
5: yeah i think now america no matter what side of the political fence you're on close the god darn border would you please close the border hello can anybody hear us
1: I, I think they can I think they can hear Gene and that's and that that kind of that there's the rub isn't it uh, you said you're not sure that Biden's in control well I I would I would say this I would postulate and I would probably bet my last dollar on it This man is so uh, compromised he is he, uh, there's so much dirt on the Biden entire international family of grift that he dare not Ah, uh, do anything that's gonna uh, that that's gonna upset the money uh, train that is coming from China, that is coming from the cartels. Uh, he dare not, or else who knows? Maybe somebody in uh, Beijing may release a very uh, embarrassing dossier. And then I think that Martha's uh, Vineyard, uh, the 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 Obama clan and Martha's Vineyard, I think is probably running things from there. This, of course, is right. You know, speculation, but. Certainly no secret that Obama never had any love for this nation. So to watch yeah. it being intentionally destroyed on old Joe's watch because he's corrupt as hell, it's, its kind it just boggles the mind. It just boggles you know, the got, mind.
5: Yeah, we've got the rest of the year, Steve, to talk about the politics and DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Trump and back and forth amongst the three of us. But today's issue, the border the the border but the economy oh by the way the economy a yeah. democrat had to say it it's the economy stupid it's there the economy go. stupid you there need you an economy to turn this around and the gene, economy I that to, mo-
2: i hate to interrupt yeah. you right there but we'll leave it with the economy stupid because that's going to be a big one too coming into this year check out the grassroots truth cast with gene valentino this is state of the nation on tnt radio